When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. are going to be talking about Mortal Kombat this week. I can't wait. We've talked about this game a, a little bit here and there, but we're going to we're going to dive in. We're going to talk mainly the first two games. Yeah. Not that we will ignore the rest of the games, but we figured for this first sort of foray, uh, we'll talk about the first two. I'm excited. Same here, man. Talk about big moments in my childhood. Oh Oof. my goodness. Very impactful. Um so uh, that's what's on deck. A little Mortal Kombat, a little Sub-Zero, a little Scorpion. Get over here! Steve's a Scorpion, dude. I like Scorpion, yeah. I, I like Sub-Zero too, but yeah, if I had to I'm pick. a Sub-Zero dude. Scorpion, my guy. It's kind of weird how, without even knowing each other, we, with the two, I would say, f- fairly biggest 2D fighting game series, Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat, we both have our character who are both sort of like the main faces of the franchise, but different. So you're a Ken guy, I'm a Ryu guy, you're a Scorpion guy, I'm a Sub-Zero guy. That's right. It's always kind of worked out that way. Yeah, I wouldn't even say, like, I would say probably in the first game, Scorpion was like, quote, my main. Mm-hmm. But like, in the second game, I just used a ton of people. It wasn't I didn't focus on any one in particular. Yeah. I, you know, I kind of felt like, honestly, that with the both with Mortal Kombat 1 and 2, but Scorpion, because it all goes back to the X-Men. Scorpion's like Iceman, and Iceman's my favorite character in the X-Men, so he was my dude. Oh, you mean (laughs) Sub-Zero. Hellfire and Ice. Sub-Zero is like Iceman. Yeah, there you go. All good? Is there any way I can IP block Eric Strother from here (laughs) in this episode? Oh, Jesus, that website's getting updated. <laughs> Don't let them get in your head, man. Too late. <laughs> so uh, you've got a, you got a Cindy question. For I do, us, I too. do. Yeah, so the question this week was, is there a video game character that your significant other reminds you of? It's happened several times. Yeah, I knew you would have. I had a prediction for this one, but for, um, for what you would say. It has happened several, several times. Uh, and not just because they've got the same name, 
but Jesse from Final Fantasy VII Remake mm, mm. reminds me of Jesse. Nice. That is not who I would have said. Who are you going to say? Ellie from The Last of Us. They look a little similar. And they both kind of have a little, you know, fiery attitude. Uh, that's not... A, I remember when... You remember when I was obsessed with that app mm-hmm. that would uh, deep fake people onto <laughs> GIFs? Mm-hmm. Like, this was like... I was obsessed I was deep faking everybody. <laughs> that was a fun time. Uh, and I deep faked Jesse on Ellie from The Last of Us 2 specifically, and you couldn't tell the difference. <laughs> you could not tell the. I was like, this is fucking weird. <laughs> oh, this is fucking weird, bro. Uh, I would say both of those are solid. Do you have one for Cindy? I struggled a bit. Like, you know, uh, I eventually went with princess daisy from super mario okay because you know they just both feminine you know cindy's not really i don't know she doesn't have very many tomboy tendencies i don't know right. if that's correct to say in this day and age but i can definitely i could see that for sure i'm trying to think of if, if i got one that jumps into my mind for cindy um there's a character in stardew valley mm-hmm. that reminds me of jesse nice and I can't remember her name. I think it's... It might even be Isabel... Hold on. Vamp for a second. Hmm. So, he's got to go check on some stuff. But yeah, so your video game character that your significant other most reminds you of. Hmm. Lots of these ladies are very strong, independent, powerful women. Alloy was another one. Abigail from Alloy's another good one for yeah. Jesse. Mm-hmm. Also, not it doesn't look too dissimilar in the face, right? Mm-hmm. Jesse doesn't have the post-apocalyptic dreads going on, <laughs> thankfully. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, uh, Abigail from uh, Stardew Valley. Okay, cool. A game I've never played. <sighs> oh, dude, you got it. I want to do a Stardew Valley episode one day, and and we'll have to have Jesse on. She is. Her knowledge of Stardew Valley is like me with Star Wars. She knows the ins and outs of that game, and it's so good. Nice. It seems like a real, like kind of fun, relaxing play. You know, it is. But there's so much to it. Like you, you know, on the surface, you're like, oh, it's like a farming game. No, sir. There's so much more to Stardew Valley. You know, I love a good fishing mini game. It's got a good fishing mini game. <laughs> oh, there's a lot to it. There's a lot to it. Did you ever fish in the Yakuza games? Yes. In Yakuza 0 specifically. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they did one in Kiwami. Yeah, 0 was the only one I remember that so <laughs> I'm far. I'm sure there's... I'm sure, because yeah, I have not played them all. Right. I'm working on it. <laughs> I am working on it. Are we both on Kiwami 2 at this point? Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. I, you know, <clears throat> I've had a few friends hit me up after our Yakuza 0 episode and be like, Yo, Yakuza Zero's on sale right now, and I'm going to pick it up because of you guys' episode. And then nobody <laughs> has hit me up afterwards. Blake, I ain't heard shit from Blake. Aaron Boyd, ain't heard shit from Aaron Boyd. Eric Struthers got it and played through the first chapter. I ain't heard shit after he hit me up after that first <laughs> chapter. Sorry, it's not Red Dead Redemption 2, Eric. Come That's on, like man. That. that game rules. I stand by it. Uh, Yakuza Zero? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Red Dead Redemption 2 rules, too. Oh, yeah, that's a great but game. Yeah, yeah, break yeah. the cycle, Eric. <laughs> you got a fancy Xbox. Try out some different experiences, my dude. Yeah, Red Dead Redemption 2 is that's a, that's a triumph, though. 
pretty gr- goddamn great game. Yeah, it is. That epilogue though is forty hours. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Re- it's too long, but it's not forty hours. Um. Yeah. So that's a good. That's a good Cindy question. She'll have. She'll have one for the next episode too. I'm yeah. Sure. Um. So was there anything else we wanted to hit before? We talk about Mortal Kombat. Not Re- that I can really think of. Real quick, I'll just say I've been playing Hades and it's fucking awesome. I got to get into it, man. I have to. I have to. Now, there's an issue. There, One of my favorite things in this world are Friday and Saturday nights with the crew playing whatever game it is. Dead by Day. Oh, I, I'm glad I brought it up. Dead by Daylight. Lately, it's been Halo. Last couple of weeks, it's been Halo. But like... Every minute I'm playing Halo is a minute I'm not playing something else. <laughs> right. You know, <laughs> yeah. and I don't want to give, I'm not, not that I want to give it up, but like. I totally understand though. Yeah. Things sometimes. are stacking up on mm-hmm. me. I got to give Hades a shot. Everybody's, Jeff has been obsessed with it. I'm sure I would get obsessed with it. It was that game that I was like, oh, I want to play that so bad. Yeah. And I even had a Switch and could play it on there. But I was like, no, what a wait. <laughs> sure. I'll wait. When it comes out on the other consoles, they'll have time to play it. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's real tight snappy controls got like a real good take on that roguelike genre you know you, lots of meaningful things happen in every run that that stack up for you even if you die and, and then um what was disco elysium mm-hmm. i was so excited for the console version of that game to come out it came out and i didn't even get it yeah it's a good I game too but it. that's one that i only played a couple hours of and, and need to go back to <sighs> there's just so much yeah i need to win ton. the lottery I need to win the lottery or become a professional Twitch streamer, I guess, to play all the games I, I would like to get off my backlog. It's tough, man. Hopefully hopefully in the future you'll be able to claw a little bit more of your day back. We'll see. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm. Eh. Eh. Who gives a shit? <laughs> um, so speaking of Dead by Daylight, there's a pretty exciting announcement this week of the next killer. I was actually expecting them to do another original killer. After the last one, since sure, it was like big Resident Evil, yeah, yeah, but no, the next killer is Pinhead from Hellraiser. Awesome, it's a fucking good get. Man. I mean, I can't think of a better get outside of like you know, obviously Jason, which is, we've talked about the issues with that. But you know, um, I feel like as we played Dead by Daylight, we're always talking about like, wouldn't it be cool if they added so and so? Pinhead, besides Jason Voorhees, I feel like is one of the most common ones we all bring, especially you and I, bringing up Pinhead. Mm-hmm. So to see it finally come through, like, who are they missing at this point? Jason? The like, Leprechaun? Chucky. Chucky, yeah. like They could do Chucky. They've got, like, the little baby thing, that Victor or whatever. With the twins? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think, um, like, Candyman would be a kick-ass mm-hmm. one for mm-hmm. them to add. That's a good one. Candyman was creepy. Um but, like, they're just stacking up these licensed properties. I feel like Candyman almost has to because they're rebooting it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's about to be a movie. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like that's got to happen. Have you seen Pinhead's Maury? I have not. Oh, it's sick. <laughs> uh, so, explain what a Maury is. Okay, so in Dead by Daylight, if a, a hunter hooks you twice and you get off the hook and it the last time he downs you instead of hooking you to kill you he can do like a special death like he can just kill you on the map 
with a special animation like uh, the, the scream killer like stabs you like six or seven times uh, and then takes a selfie with you which is pretty goddamn gruesome and horrifying it's my favorite mori <laughs> yeah there's some there's some good ones but uh so i'm real curious as to what pinheads is who else has a good mori uh some of them are kind of just sort of basic yeah, and, like generic but um i don't know that i've ever seen freddy's mori if i have i don't remember it um but okay so here is pinheads mori it is so awesome i'll have you narrate what's going on all right so pinhead stands here full-on pins oh he's grabbed them with like 15 chains Opens electricity a there's a portal coming through with like a medieval torture device snatched onto it and sends them back down through the portal pretty awesome yeah man oh and then you, you see him playing with his little box that i guess they summoned he summoned him into that um that's pretty gnarly dude i can't wait so he right, looks awesome that's the first does. time i've seen him yeah. he looks great yeah the model for pinhead yeah. looks great uh he's in the public test server now and i you know it's probably be a few two to three weeks or so i guess before we get him and i haven't heard any uh information on if he comes with like if they're gonna have new survivors in the mm-hmm. pinhead pack i would think so hopefully but, maybe even if it's just one you know and then the other thing, uh, Dead by Day Re- Daylight related that happened this week was they announced that they're removing the Demogorgon and Steve and Nancy from Stranger Things to from purchase. You mm-hmm. won't be able to purchase them anymore after sometime in November. Uh, until then, though, all the characters and their associated outfits are all on super super steep discount. So if you want them, you should go and buy them now. It's a bit of a bummer. Uh, that is kind of the risk you run with all these licensed properties. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if the rights owner wants to raise the licensing fee or doesn't want to let you renew that license after a couple of years, you're going to run into this. So yep. while it's awesome having all these people in Dead by Daylight, your Freddies, your Michael Myers and stuff, this is the risk you run. Luckily, though, if you own him, or Steve and Nancy, you can still use those characters. So we'll still occasionally play against um, the Demogorgon. I feel like it has not been no, a super popular character. Yeah. And I do like having Steve with the, the Scoops Ahoy well, outfit. I yeah. I'm, I'm keeping that. So, uh, you know, it, it's a bit of a bummer, but it's also like not the end of the world because he'll still show up in matches. The, now, Hawkins Laboratory will not show up anymore that fine that don't let the door hit you on the way out well you know it's interesting jesse and i were talking we don't like that map because it's an indoor map Mm -hmm. but it's probably the best indoor map out of all of them like if i had to play an indoor map i'd probably rather play hawkins laboratory as opposed to gideon's meat plant i hate that one too or uh what's that one the school yeah that's indoors i still haven't gotten to do the resident evil one we need to make that happen because yeah. I think I think we can maybe use those items now. The map item that sends mm-hmm. you to uh, the police station, the Raccoon City police station. We should hit up Rob and do a custom <laughs> game where he's the killer. Yeah. We wouldn't be able to communicate like normal. It'd be like a little handicap because we That'd couldn't be, be like, uh, yeah, come on. He's not here now. He could hear us, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, no. I think we could. Rob wouldn't we wouldn't be able to hear Rob and Rob wouldn't be able to hear us 
But if we do a custom game with him on PlayStation and us on Xbox, we can be in an Xbox party. It's true. Wouldn't be I, as fun. I want to hear I Rob hear talking him. Yeah, shit. I want to talk to him. Yeah. <clears throat> we got to do that sometime. Yeah, I, I sure. know what's funny is how often we talk about, oh, wouldn't it be funny if we randomly got in a game with Rob and he was the killer? <laughs> Just whips our ass. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, some cool news. A little disappointing news. Um, and I think I want to say during their anniversary event, they said they had at least two more killers coming this year. Hmm. So Pinhead is obviously one of them. I, I still would imagine we're going to get an original character, at least one. Yeah. yeah, I can't imagine the other ones another licensed character. Mm-mm. I wonder if they made a ton of money off that Resident Evil uh, character, and they're like, "Oh, we can go after Pinhead." Probably. I mean, they hit it pretty hard there. They had the Resident Evil, and then they had the fifth anniversary, mm-hmm. almost back-to-back. Yep. And I know their player count was real high. It was. We were getting matches really fast for a couple of weekends there. Mm-hmm. Really fast. We've been on a little hiatus <laughs> since the blood hunt ended. We put so much time into the blood hunt. and the... I needed a bit of a break. We yeah. played that every weekend for... You know, which is a saying And I can't wait to go back. Yeah, I'm definitely going back. I, well, I, I think we take a break until Pinhead goes live. Yeah, that's and, true. Pl- and I'm sure that'll suck us back in. I have a lot of perks and shit I still want to unlock. Yeah, I Lots still have to. to do. Uh, yeah, I still have a ton to do on my uh, main there. So, uh, Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. The game of the afternoon. Mortal Kombat 1 and 2. Um so I've talked a little bit about my early experiences with Mortal Kombat, seeing it for the first time, getting cock blocked on getting it for Christmas <laughs> by my aunt. What do you have for me? What are your early memories of the original Mortal Kombat? So as a pretty big Street Fighter Two fan, mm-hmm. you know, like that was my jam. But then the, I started to read about it in like the magazines, Mortal Kombat, this fighting game that's taken the taken the world by storm and the really realistic graphics and the blood and guts and fatalities and stuff. I finally saw it for the first time. And of course, just totally obsessed. I saw Scorpion's fatality, oh. like the tote, the, the burn him up to death. Fatality. That was the first one I ever saw. And, um, just kind of become, became obsessed with it. I was lucky enough to have a place just down the street from me that had it, a uh, little arcade. So I was able to play it a good bit, but, um, I was never that great at it. I got much better at the second one. I was never great at the first one either. Even yeah. on home, at, like renting it and playing it at home. Mm-hmm. But the the cast of characters was not very big. No, seven. Seven. But at the same time, Street Fighter Two only had eight. Yeah. So you know you're you're looking at. I think it's just a, a, a sign of the times, mm-hmm. right? Like, while it's very cool to boot up like Smash Brothers Ultimate or. <laughs> you know, one of the Street Fighter it's a Five. Bit much sometimes, honestly. Yeah, yeah. It's like pretty intimidating. That mi- like, that's the thing. As a kid, I could get a home copy of um, Mortal Kombat and not master, but become decent with every everybody. Character. Yeah, because they had maybe two, maybe three. I think there were a couple of them that had three special moves, whereas mm-hmm. everybody else had like two. Yeah, uh, and oh. it was completely doable to become at least somewhat proficient with mm-hmm. every character. Yep. Same thing with Street Fighter Two. Yep. Uh, there's absolutely no way I could do that with f- modern fighting games. No, I, I don't have time to learn how to play 70 people. Not just that. There's so much more complex moveset-wise. Mm-hmm. But still, too many characters. 
too many characters. One thing I like about Strive is they simplified that one a little bit. They did. It's not a lot of special moves to each character. And, the, it, and once, they're similar enough. You it, know. Yeah. It's it's about learning the systems more than it is your character's special moves in that game. And right. That, that can be the learning curve. But <coughs> So, so who's, our, who's our cast of characters we in have the first one? Seven. We have Johnny Cage, Sonya Blade, Kano, Raiden, Scorpion, Sub-Zero, and who's the seventh one? Liu Kang. Liu Kang, of course. So two of them were palette swaps. Which yep. was Scorpion and Sub-Zero, same same guy, played them both, just Changed different color colors. Yeah, mm-hmm. one was blue, one was yellow. Easy way to eke out an extra character uh, with lim- like memory limitations and mm-hmm. shit. Just change the color. And the story was just your basic... Tournament. Like, we're going to have a tournament out here in this crazy like enter the dragon almost right that's the bruce lee movie yeah, i'm thinking of with some uh, supernatural shit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like the graphical presentation instead of being like 2d sprite based it still was but what they did was they filmed actual actors in costume and doing the moves and stuff and then digit digitized those images into sprites so while it didn't look like photorealistic, it looked real, more realistic. It's way more realistic than Street Fighter. Yeah, and that combination of, especially in the first three, I would say, Mortal Kombat games, but more one and two of those digitized sprite actors on top of the backgrounds that they did, like it's a style, man. It's a style. The first two Mortal Kombats had an undeniable style to them. Not that... Street Fighter didn't, obviously it did, but it it did a really good job of setting itself apart. Agreed, totally. Yeah, it didn't try to didn't try to match up with what Street Fighter did well, which was like kind of the more twitch based, like mm-hmm. cut off combos kind of deal. Zoning and whatnot, whereas like Mortal Kombat was more about the spectacle itself. It eventually yes. I think grew into a solid fighting game. Like these reboots that they've done are are really good and they yes. you know, they're they're played at a lot of the serious tournaments but, and stuff. Unlike Street Fighter, which I feel like has remained fairly solid through its history, obviously I think five stumbled a bit, but righted the course. Mortal Kombat languished in the pits of medi- mediocrity for a while. It sure did. I would yeah. say post three. Yeah, three, there were some rush, rough years. You could even argue three was kind of the down, the, the beginning of the downhill yeah. there for a little while. Yeah. But then the ship got righted with those reboots. Mm-hmm. I want to say the ninth one. Ninth, nine, ten, and eleven. Whatever they've got now. Yeah, all those solid. are excellent. Yeah. Um, but back then, it was just kind of more about, oh, let's see all these fatalities. That was yes. that was my first draw to the game, right? Of like course. You, we'll see all the characters do their... Yeah. And uh, quick aside, the mortal... I don't know that... We haven't really talked about cabinets, arcade cabinets and design. Right. Our, Mortal Kombat 1 and 2's arcade cabinet design perfect i loved that dragon logo man. that dragon logo and that's all you needed yeah. and then two, throw some lightning on the bitch it's a, a, iconic to me mm-hmm. like it just evokes such memories of like an old kung fu movie or, yeah or going into a dude going into diamond gems uh which up until it closed allowed smoking <laughs> you know what i mean and you're going in and i'm so this came out in 92 when i was nine bro nine years old Going into Diamond Gems and just being like, oh, the rough boys are here. The 14 and 15-year-olds. <laughs> yeah, I was 14, but I was yeah. not like a rough boy for oh, any stretch you, the imagination. You, you know what's funny is the other night, last night I showed you a picture of me from high school. 
after a corn concert mm-hmm. and you were like uh, i was wearing a disturbed shirt in it <laughs> and you're like oh man if only we'd been hanging out you wouldn't have been into them can you imagine an alternate universe where i walk into diamond gyms and meet steve at four i'm nine steve's 14 and i'm like hey you like Mortal Kombat? I would have thought Steve was so fucking cool, man. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. Oh, what? No, I would have. <laughs> I would have. I'd have been like, I like that guy. <laughs> uh, um, so, <clears throat> I don't know if you remember this, but do you remember the comic book tie-ins? I do. I, I think I read the first one, mm-hmm. but I never read any of the Published other ones. by Midway Comics, and it basically served as a prequel to the game the last panel was like the story if you want to continue the story go to an arcade and play game yeah yeah it was like how all the fighters got there yeah and and it established the background backstory of the original kung lao uh being defeated by goro and now goro and shang sun have won nine of the outworld tournaments and if they win a tenth the outworld and uh Shao Kahn mm-hmm. can invade our reality, so it's up to these world warriors to unite under Raiden and fucking defeat them. That's the story. Yep. It's simple, rustic, delicious. <laughs> you know what I mean? As my dude Gordon Ramsay would say. And I, the characters were real well done. I, I love Johnny Cage. He was a he was absolutely a call out to Jean Claude Van Damme. JC. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, I've heard for years. I did some research to this morning. While I was taking my morning constitution. (laughs) I did some research because I knew we were talking about this. I've heard for years that the genesis of Mortal Kombat is they wanted to make a licensed Jean-Claude Van Damme game based on Bloodsport. Which I would have never stopped playing. (laughs) And they couldn't get the license, so they made Mortal Kombat. And they parried, parried, made a parody of Jean-Claude Van Damme with Johnny Cage. However, in the research I was doing this morning... That is seems to be not so correct. They wanted to make a licensed Universal Soldier game, mm. and the rights were already in the hands of another company that were making a Universal. Not as cool. Soldier. I like Universal Soldier. Don't get me wrong, but, but it's no blood sport. No, no. So <laughs> it seems to be a common misconception that I hear from time to time that I, for years, have taken as gospel. Right. Right. But but you know, like he's got basically a lot of the same moves that Jean-Claude Van Damme would do. He does like the splits, kicks you in the nuts. Punch to he the does nuts. that famous Jean-Claude Van Damme green fireball from across the yep. screen. <laughs> that looks like, a, I always used to call it a basketball because it looks like he was throwing a green basketball. Yeah, like a like green basketball. The shadow the kick. shadow kick. I love the shadow kick. Shadow kick. That's it. See, like all your combos in Mortal Kombat basically where like you would have to do a jump kick, sink it in deep enough and then land before uh-huh. they would do and then do a quick shadow kick or into a uppercut. Mm-hmm. That deadly ass. Everybody had the down high punch uppercut, which mm-hmm. was the deadliest move in the game. Like yep. if you got one of those, it was like like quarter of their life bar. <laughs> um <clears throat> yeah, the cast of characters so great. So great. Johnny Cage, we talked about him, Raiden Mm-hmm. He looked great. Looked Me and my so friends cool. loved those hats, the straw conical mm-hmm. hats. We loved those as kids, and uh, the lightning motif with him was really cool. Yeah, we loved that shit, man. Um, obviously, you have Scorpion and Sub Zero. Scorpion's got his get over here spear attack, and he can teleport through the the other way. Yep. Those are his only two moves. But uh, good. Obviously, Sub Zero's got his freeze move. And then a slide. And a slide. The Michael Jackson slide. <laughs> um, Sonya, she had that little 
She'd get on her hands and, and grab you with her legs and flip you over. Yep. And then she had like a arranged move. She too. was like the rings. Like yeah. The, the like four or five rings. Um, Liu Kang, who is essentially in the first two games, the main character right. story wise. Uh, he has his, is it called the dragon kick? Yeah. It's just the, like the forward, forward kick. Yeah. yeah it's just like a fast <clears throat> And he's got kick, a fireball. A fireball. He was, he had probably my favorite move set. That kick was brutal. So fast. Yeah. It was so fast. <coughs> um, um and I think I think probably Liu Kang and Scorpion were my favorites, and Johnny Cage to play as Kano. We didn't talk about him. Kano's awesome. I loved his character design with the the half metal face oh, you with mean, the red eye, oh, oh, Terminator. It, it, <laughs> clearly not at all inspired by T two, <laughs> right, which came out all. you know not far before that. Not it, at all. Not, not at all. inspired at all. But he not had cool all. moves. I like that laser little, eye. The laser. Did he do the? Was it the laser eye, or was it? He didn't he throw knives. I thought he threw knives. I, I think he did the laser eye later. Okay. I feel like his, he had knives he threw, and then he did the, the ball or oh, whatever. Yep, yep, yep. He had the crazy um, fatality, too. But we, I don't know if we want to talk fatalities no, let's, just yet. I but. think we talk fatalities <laughs> as we talk. Now, so we'll go backwards. Kano does the one. The first fatality I ever saw was Kano's, where he rips your heart out. Just flat out, uh, um, <laughs> don't react. He reenacted it on his on his <laughs> cold us. mug over there. Yeah. Um, but it's straight Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom. Yeah. Um, Num Shavai rips a dude's heart right out of his chest. Looks at it, holds it up, <laughs> holds man. it up. Do you ever have those guys in school that would be like, Kano takes a bite out of that heart because he looks at it and holds it. I, I'm I don't think so. I'm a he looks at it and holds it up guy. Some yeah. people are like he rips the heart out and he takes a bite and oh, he holds it. If up. he did that, that would have been awesome. But I don't think he does that. No. Um, Raiden has the shocks you till you die. Yeah, you just explode your head. Explodes. That one he just he just concentrates it into your ear basically. And yeah, you, you explode. It seems like uh, a lot of decapitation moves. Mm-hmm, as, mm-hmm. as as uh, same as Johnny Cage, he just would uppercut your head off. Yeah, but there was a glitch to his. If you did it right, you could do three of them, like three head punching uppercuts in a row. It would keep the screen would keep kind of turning black again. Boom, boom. Oh and he, yeah, and it would be three heads, like one, two, three. It was pretty pretty funny. <laughs> um, Sub Zeros, which is my favorite in the first one, where he rips the person's head off and their spine Spinal comes cord. along yeah, with it. That one's a really good one. That's uh, that's my second favorite one. I Scorpions, think. where he takes his mask off, reveals that he's got a skull for a head. That's my favorite one. And uh, breathes fire on the the enemy and kills them. Toast your ass. Toasted. Um, Sonya's wasn't she just like she would rip you in half with the the handstand? That's a later game. Okay. She kisses you. She gives you the kiss of death. I can't think of her fatality for some reason. Yeah, I I, I want to say she does the kiss of death. Just kiss of death. Yeah, let's look that one up. Um, Luke Hangs while we're looking hers kinda up. Kind of weak. Yeah, his was the weakest one. You just but it was easy to do. You just had to do like a three sixty on the controller, mm-hmm. and he would automatically do it. And he would just land a couple of kicks and hit you with a super uppercut. Mm-hmm. But the good thing about his was there was one level that was like a stage fatality, and if you did his the on pit. that one, yeah, the pit, you would knock him into this pit of spikes and it counted as like a fatality that was cool as a kid like you have all your different stages you look cool they look cool but then there's the one special stage mm-hmm. that when you beat the character if you uppercut them they fall down into the pit onto the spikes that was cool 
And then oh, yeah. in the arcade version, when they fell down there, there was all heads, the and heads and stuff, body parts and stuff. Of the, okay, of the directors. So here's Sonya Blades, Mortal Kombat One. And yep, it is definitely the kiss of death. Fatality. Um. Okay. There we go. Here we go. Yep, she blows. Oh, it's a fiery kiss. So yeah, yeah she's, that's right. It's just like a, it, she blows like a tiny little fireball at him. Mm-hmm. And it, it toasts him. Same, toast same animation as... Uh, oh, here's her number two. Same animation as Scorpions. Yeah. You know, For the same, fire and shit. Same burning death. So <clears throat> that was um, Sonya's... Who else? I think we covered everybody, right? See. Scorpion, Sub-Zero, Liu Kang, Johnny C- Cage. Yeah, Kano, I think we did everybody's. Ryan. So the only other thing to talk about there was like on that pit stage, ah. there was like the secret. I don't think we ever got it, but like it had to be something where the 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 thing would fly across the moon. Okay. So there was a secret character you could fight on the bottom of the pit with right. among the spikes. So the way you got it, it would only happen every six games on the arcade machine, and in the pit stage you would see a silhouette cross in front of the moon in the background. If you saw that, you knew you could initiate it. And the only way to get it was two flawless victories back-to-back with a fatality at the end. And if you did that, Reptile would come out and challenge you to a fight at the bottom of the pit among the spikes. And all he was was a palette-swapped version of Sub-Zero and Scorpion, but he was green. Green. So sick. I never unlocked... Uh, reptile at the arcade for sure. I did at home. I might have had to do some shenan like I might have had to use a game genie or something. But I got <laughs> got there somehow. Um, I saw a dude do it in the arcade once, and that he might have well has been Danny Carey in my eyes from Tool. <laughs> like that's how impressed I was by this dude uh, unlocking reptile. We used to try to do it every weekend at that little arcade I was talking about earlier. And we, I think we got it done once and I can't, it wasn't me who did it. No, I never one of my friends it. or some, we saw somebody else do it, but I just remember like thinking, Oh, at least we saw it, you know, with our own eyes. And a yeah. lot of people, I mean, you can YouTube it now, but, and so like the whole process is the tower. Mm-hmm. You fight through the other six characters, say like you choose sub zero, you fight through all the other six, then you have to fight Goro, who's like a big four-armed, which kind of in a ogre really, thing, really cool way. They did stop motion animation and then digitized that for his character. Mm-hmm. Big four-armed guy who cheap as hell, but all you had to do was jump kick him. Screw just, him! Oh, yeah. He would kick your ass if you didn't just yeah. do the jump kick you just trick. Jump kick him over and over again, and then the final boss, Shang Sun, old version, old version. He's like a you know, evil sorcerer type guy and his, his, uh, cheap ass special move, like this little fireballs coming up well, out of the he ground could change. Yeah. He, he could, could morph into all the other characters. Mm-hmm. He could, he was a shapeshifter, which he was a cheap ass, but damn, did I think that was cool as a kid? I was mm-hmm. like, Oh fuck. He can change into all the different characters. Yeah. I loved the boss characters. I liked Goro too. Like too. it was, it was a cool kind of thing to ascend to. Now I think I'd, I, I liked Street Fighter 2's boss system better, where you had the four. Mm-hmm. It really felt like something there. Like mm-hmm. when you, if you got past Vega or whatever, and like, oh, man, Bison. But with that said, like Goro and Shang Tsung 
the lore on those guys was just way more fascinating to me. Yeah. You know, like I feel like the lore in the in the Mortal Kombat world in general was just I think better suited for for our kids our age at that time than Street Fighter was. Well, you know what's interesting? One of the coolest things about the rebooted Mortal Kombat series that they started with the ninth game is the story modes are really good. Mm-hmm. And it's actually a really good story Yeah, where you get to play as all the different characters. And it it's kind of a soft reboot, right? Like it, the first game almost tell, tells... One and, it's like one, one and two. two mm-hmm. And then the in ten sort of tells three and then moves forward from there. Um, and then Street Fighter with five tried to emulate that and it's not good. Mm-mm. It's not good. Yeah, they're struck. They I think at the it. end of the day, I like street the Street Fighter characters better, but I think the the they've done a better job with the Mortal Kombat lore and I oh, can't big tell. Time. I could sort of tell you what's going on in Mortal Kombat. I can't begin to tell you what the fuck is up in the Street <laughs> Fighter story. Yeah, no. you know, Mm-mm. and it also doesn't help that like. Uh, Street Fighter 4 takes place between 2 and 3, and then 5 takes place after 4, but before 3. You know what I mean? Timeline's like, wonky. Yeah. Um, I'll, I will tell you one disappointment I had as a kid with Mortal Kombat was getting that comic and realizing Sub-Zero's a bad guy. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> he sometimes is. Sometimes gotta the, love the bad guy. In the first game, he's a bad guy. Yeah. He is... Uh, what is the name of his ninja clan? I can't it's remember. Not the Lin Kuei? I, I think that might be it. And he, he his ninja clan murders Scorpion's family. And mm-hmm. Scorpion comes back from the dead to get revenge. And canonically, what happens in the uh, Mortal Kombat story is Sub-Zero is killed by Scorpion. Mm-hmm. In the Bull, Mortal Kombat tournament. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy, did that hurt my feelings because Sub Zero was my dude. But then he comes back later. Yeah. Um. But oh, I want to mention one more thing too. The test your mites. Oh, I totally forgot <laughs> about test. Test your might. So like in between every couple of fights, they would give you a little mini game to do mm-hmm. where you had to tap on some buttons real fast and then hit like another one to do the the strike. And it started out real easy, like wood, mm-hmm. and eventually go on up to like fucking diamond or something like that, where you. We had to get it all the way to the top. Those were fun. I always liked those. I like them better than the Street Fighter destroy a car. Uh, I like thing. those too. They're fun. Like They're the, fine. But I, I you think know I what? I, the Tester Mites. I like the Tester Mites because it reminds me of that scene in Bloodsport where oh, he's yeah. like, "Bottom brick, <laughs> brick don't hit back, <laughs> brick don't hit back." Um, <laughs> that's why I like the Tester Mites. Yeah, I, like I thought they were same. cool. All right, before we move on to Mortal Kombat two. I think there is one last Mortal Kombat one thing we have to discuss. That's the movie. Okay. What <laughs> I love the movie. I do too. To I this saw it day, like ten times in the theater back then when it came out. I was in college, just on my own for the first time. <laughs> I remember the first Mortal Kombat movie was the first movie I ever went to see with friends mm-hmm. without our parents. You know what I mean? My mom and dad dropped me and my buddy Steven off at the theater. We went in there and. Uh, saw a couple of other kids from our class, this dude named Chris Cook and this dude named Clint Buttery. <laughs> and they were there and just the excitement in the air for the Mortal Kombat movie. And 
loving it. Was dude. the was the atmosphere in the theater electric? Like, because mine was. Yes. It was. It was a loud theater. Yeah. And it really worked for the benefit of that movie. Like the first oh. time Scorpion showed up, the the entire place was like, oh, you yep. know what I mean. And Scorp. By the way, Scorpion and Sub Zero not in that movie very much. No. <laughs> not in that movie very much. Um. But yeah, I I really dig that movie. It I also helped that Christopher Lambert was um, <laughs> Raiden. Not that that was <laughs> the most accurate casting. Some cultural appropriation <laughs> uh, right there. <laughs> for sure. For sure. But a young Halls who loved the fucking Highlander sure. movies was very excited to see him show up in something else he loved. There was some cool shit in that movie. Like, you remember the, the nod to Johnny Cage's friendship? Like, when he beats Scorpion and the, the like, the autographed picture goes up yep. in the... <laughs> Yeah. I loved that. I just thought it was a, a really cool movie. Like in retrospect, you know, sure it's not going to win any awards or anything, but was it a good I, I'm time? Not looking forward. Hell to yeah, it. it was a good time. It was a good. Mortal time. Kombat. The soundtrack was as sick as fuck. Oh, <laughs> I, I owned I that soundtrack. Get, me too. And boy, does it still get me hyped. Johnny Cage. <laughs> now the sequel to that movie was a piece abysmal, of trash. But abysmal. <laughs> Killed the live action franchise. For Destroyed decades. it. Just buried it like the Undertaker. But do you remember they did an animated series for Mortal Kombat? They did a live action TV series for Mortal Kombat. They they did some spin-off stuff that was kind of interesting. Back I don't remember in any of those. I wish I could remember what the live action series was called because it had some sort of subtitle. And I want to say it was sort of a prequel that dealt with the original Kung Lao and stuff but i could be wrong about that i don't remember it being very good either hmm. but all right mortal Kombat 2 yeah so to say this was highly anticipated would be putting it very mildly did you realize that shit came out less than a year later <sighs> that's incredible yeah honestly that's beatles-esque 93 less than a year after the first game sheesh fucking crazy yeah and i mean like you're talking about a pretty solid graphical upgrade yep you know and double the fatalities yep um triple the stage fatalities yep. right 12 fighters um 12 fighters as opposed to seven mm-hmm. you could play a shang song who could morph into anybody anybody and then use their moves do all their shit yes. including their fatalities right mm-hmm. I, th- I mean i think i think you could uh, like that was triple the, dude. the secret characters because mm-hmm. now you had jade you had Smoke. Noob, Smoke and Noob Saibot. Mm-hmm. You want to know an interesting little lore factoid? The Sub-Zero in Mortal Kombat 2 is not the Sub-Zero from Mortal Kombat 1. Right. It's, he's it's, his brother who is trying to redeem the family name. He's turning face. Yeah, it's, it's when he becomes a good guy. Yeah. Noob Saibot, that is the Sub-Zero from Mortal Kombat 1 after he dies. Makes sense. Huh. And, ah. and there, I don't know if the canon's the same, but like, uh, he's the guy who's responsible for Jax's arms, in yes. uh, in in the reboots anyway. But so you couldn't play a Sonya or Kano. No, they took in the them new off they, the roster. They subtracted, but you could still use Johnny Cage, Raiden, Sub Zero, Scorpion, Liu Kang. Liu Kang, and then they added a bunch. They added Kung Lao, who's Liu Kang's cousin, mm-hmm. has and, a sick hat. Yeah, he uses a, a a hat that's lined with like a razor blade mm-hmm. as his weapon. We have the sisters Katana and Melina. I'm a Katana guy. I'm a Melina guy. Look at this. <laughs> so Look <weird>. at this. <laughs> Who else did we have? We had Jax. Yep. We had Baraka. 
Yep. Who was like the bad one of the bad guys. There's a couple more. Um, Shang Tsung mm-hmm. was one of them they added, and then the twelfth one will come back to me in a minute. Um, yeah, they they added to the roster graphical update. I feel like it controlled way better. Like it just felt way better to play too. Mm-hmm. Like I loved one has a lot of nostalgia for me. My love of Mortal Kombat comes from Mortal Kombat too. Right. Like to me, it's far more realized game. Yeah. So uh, we we have. Baraka, Jax, Katana, Kung Lao, Melina, Johnny Cage, Liu Kang, Raiden, Reptile. Reptile, right. And That's I should have remembered him because he was the first person I ever saw. I remember <laughs> when I got to the arcade the first day, I was so excited. Mm-hmm. Could not wait to get in the arcade. And, of course, there's a huge crowd around every machine, several machines. And uh, the first person I ever saw was using Reptile. And I just thought the moveset looked so cool. He had that, that little slow projectile that yep. he could... They would suck go. people in, and then he would pull his mask up, and you would see like the, f- the snake lizard. face underneath. Yeah, they spit the acid. They they were like, okay, Scorpion takes his mask; he's got a skull. Mm-hmm. Reptile takes his mask off, and he's a lizard. <laughs> he's a lizard. <laughs> so it was awesome. I went to the I went to Diamond Gems the weekend. Uh, Mortal Kombat came out. Mortal Kombat two, two machines, crowded, and they were giving out these official pieces of paper that had all the characters, their moves and their fatalities on them. And bro, oh, wow. you would have thought <laughs> so, they were handing some... out million dollar bills. Jesus. Yeah, that's I awesome. I would have been so stoked to get that too. I was so excited. I didn't do nothing and like that at my arcade. <laughs> leading up to this, right? Uh, I was a big, I was, I was big into going to Gundog comics. That was the comic book store in my hometown. And you know, around this time I'm way into like, Marvel masterpiece cards and X-Men cards, like trading cards. And they bring out Mortal Kombat 2 trading cards before the game's out. So I buy a pack, right? And in that pack, I get a character card for Baraka. It's the first time I've seen Baraka. He's got the blades coming out of his hands. I love his design. I think he's he's sick looking. Like, he's got the sharp teeth. Yeah. And then on the back of the card, it has all his moves and his fatality. You want to know, I was walking in there like that was a, a no-limit platinum Visa card, bro, <laughs> with that card. I was like, I am going to whip ass with this Baraka guy. Finally get up to the machine. There's an older guy, like probably in his 20s. You know, this is 93. So once again, I'm 10, probably. And I put my little card up there, and I choose Baraka. And this dude wipes the floor with me. <laughs> and he's like, man... Baraka's kind of tough to play. Yeah. He was like, who do you normally play? And I was like, Sub-Zero. And he goes, all right, I'm going to get your next game. You play me again as Sub-Zero. And people are behind us. They're like, no, it's our turn. And he was like, no, give the kid a chance. <laughs> give him a chance. What and a so nice guy. He popped a couple quarters in for me and let me play Sub-Zero. And I did a lot better. Still didn't win. Good. Still didn't win, but a lot better. Really nice of him to do that. And ballsy at that time. to because The weekend that demand, game came yeah. out. Yeah. So the first fatality I ever saw someone do was Liu Kang's dragon fatality. That's my favorite. That's which is an incredible fatality to see for your first time. The dude just transforms into a gigantic dragon and just bites you and the other guy in half. Yeah, the you want to talk about from going from maybe the lamest fatality in the first game to probably one of the best ones yeah, in the second one. He whipped his dick out and dropped it on the table. He sure did. <laughs> I thought that shit was so cool. It was really cool. And they did didn't he still have his old fatality? I feel like he he did. I, yeah, everybody had two, right? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I can't. Re- now this one, I don't know if I'm going to remember every fatality. I, but... I, I cannot. Yeah, I'll, um, I'm sure I'll remember some. You know, I ones. know Baraka like he had a couple chopped yeah. everybody up. He also had just a, a standard decapitation. Decapitation mm-hmm. for sure. Um, but yeah, that Liu Kang fatality was something else. The fatalities were all really good. I remember um, Molina's where she she just pulled the mask down and you saw it was the monster and uh-huh. she just sucked him in and spat out all the bones. I mm-hmm. thought that was awesome. Fucking tight. That was so um, cool. I, of course, got obsessed with Reptile at this point in my life because green's my favorite color, and I like ninjas. He's a green ninja. <laughs> he's a tough he's one a to lizard. play as, too. He, tough. Not easy. Not an, I'm a more advanced character, mm-hmm. for sure. Yep. Um, through my home experience with Mortal Kombat 2, I only ever was able... I could consistently fight against Jade. Like, every time I played Mortal Kombat 2, I could get to the Jade secret fight, and occasionally I could get smoke. Never once was able to pull off Noob Saibot. And I can't even remember, like, how you were supposed to. I can't. I can't. Um, I remember for Jade, I believe, when you fought the Goro stand-in, what was it? Kentaro. Kentaro. Mm -hmm. You had to beat him two times flawlessly, and then you could do the Jade fight before Shao Shao Kahn. Shao Kahn. Um. Gosh, yeah, uh, you know I like Jax a lot too. Jax I thought he had a excellent. cool move set, like like the interesting thing where you could just kind of hold a button down. Liu Kang's was the same way. It's how you did his bicycle kick. The, uh, you would just hold down the button for like three or four seconds and then let it go, mm-hmm. and he would do that. And Jax had a thing where he would just hit the ground, mm-hmm. and if you were standing on the ground, no matter where you were on the it screen, stunned you, gave you some damage. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was really cool. His fatalities <laughs> were brutal. He would just clap his hands together and smash, and your, smash head. your head, and the other one he just ripped your arms off. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I really got into playing Liu Kang in two as well. And I remember for a long time, my, my secret move was before the fight starts holding down the kick button mm-hmm. to start off with the bicycle kick. Yep. And, oh, I remember people being like, oh, I mean, obviously people really caught on super quick. Yeah. You couldn't do that all the time, but for a while there it worked because you're wide open. If somebody blocks that for an uppercut. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I liked Kung Lao. I liked his little hat game where you'd yep. fling the hat and, and also a teleporting. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Um, the what? It's not the pit. It's the acid level. Yeah. So now they have a fatality level that instead of you know uppercutting somebody and then them falling down and hitting the spikes, you uppercut them and it drops them into a big pool of acid and then their skeleton comes floating to the surface. Yep. And I remember that when you just had to hold both low punch and low kick. And then do an uppercut. Yeah, that's how you did that one. Everybody, there was also two other levels that had stage fatalities, and you had to do a specific. Each player had a, it was like a, another fatality mm-hmm. motion you had to do. And I liked one of them was the spike thing, but it was subverted, where like you uppercutted them into a ceiling full of spikes. Yes, and then if you held down on both of the controllers, they would slowly, slowly slide off down. the spikes. Yeah. <laughs> That was so fun when I found that out. Somebody showed me that at the arcade. That was really cool. Blowing minds yeah. with these uh, revelations. Shao Kahn, I think, is really fucking cool. He looks like a He-Man character. Yeah, he does. He looks like some kind of mix of Skeletor and He-Man. Yeah. And he's like he was a much more fitting boss, I think, for yeah. the end of the game. And uh, that level, his, like with the throne and mm-hmm. then Kano and... Coliseum level. Sonya yeah. Blade or... Uh, chained up on either side so like they're not in there playable as a game but they like took the time to like think it out from a story perspective and throw them in there Mm -hmm. like that's really cool 
Yeah, there was always rumors like if you beat Shao Kahn double perfect and or just win double perfect the whole time, Kano will fight you. And <laughs> that's so never true. I feel like um, because of Reptile in the first game and then the crazy uptick and secrets in the first the second game that this was the beginning of the schoolyard falsities about Mortal Kombat, right? I can totally see it because they put the, the tricks in the game, right? Like, yep. so I remember to fight Smoke. The trick was there was like a, a level where it's it's the trees. You're fighting in the forest and the trees have faces, faces. and stuff. Yep. And you'll see him peek out from behind the tree. Yep. And then when that happens, you have to hit an uppercut. And the dude, one of the designers, had the thing where his face would pop out on the screen and goes, Toasty! And as soon as he did that with his face coming out, you had to hit start on, like, both, I think, both start buttons on the console. And then you would fight Smoke. Yep. That's the only one I remember. But putting that in there, like, just knowing that they did shit like that makes you question how much other shit like that is in there. There was always kid at school who was like, if you do this, uh, instead of a fatality, uh, Katana will do a, a nudality. But the- <laughs> she gets naked. I, I'd be like, mm. yeah, I don't know about that one. I mean, I'd like to see it, but I don't know about that. <laughs> but then, uh, in the, not in that vein, but like similar, like, you know, they did have babalities and friendships in that game. I see. Which, I was wondering, was that two or yeah, was no, it three? No, it was two. It was yeah. definitely two. Because um, I remember there was a weird glitch you could do with Baraka where you could turn the baby and turn the guy into a baby and then do the oh the, and shred the, shred, the baby the shreds on the baby <laughs> woo yeah but uh, yeah babalities which uh, you know just basically turned your opponent into a baby it's kind of meant to be insulting that but it was cute they were all wearing the same shit they were and it, you know it'd have a diaper or whatever but then they also had the friendships. And I can't remember what that was. Maybe just like not use block at all in the second round or whatever round it was to win. And then you would have to put in another input and you would do like a a nice thing for them. Like give them an autographed picture. Yeah. Yeah. It was a friendship thing or you might dance with them or something. Yeah. Yeah. I loved that idea. I mean, they just put so much more in there. Yeah. Like in this one. And turned it around less than a year later. Yeah. It's crazy to me. Yeah. The whole Shang Tsung, uh, who was restored to... He got his youth restored to right. him by Shao Kahn in this. So now he's like... If you've ever seen Big Trouble in Little China, like in the first game, he's like old Lopan, like in the chair and mm-hmm. just kind of frail. But in the second game, he's like young Lopan. He's ready to, to kick ass. And the fact that you can use him and literally then you you can use everybody in the game if yep. you know that you know, if you're oh, like a loser like me do. and rem- memorized everything before the home version came out that's how i used to kill shifts at work i would just be mo- like sweeping the floor at the grocery store in my mind being like okay molina's uh forward down forward kick <laughs> and then forward you know what i mean like just god talk about it. i couldn't wait for that home version too oh Ooh. yeah i mean that was the first one i ever owned was too we talked about that a couple episodes mm-hmm. back but man mortal kombat 2 was to me the peak Oh of yeah, Mortal Con- like uh, that that era. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I remember three coming out and thinking it was really cool that some of the ninja characters were now robot ninjas, and I remember thinking it was cool that Sub Zero didn't have his mask on mm-hmm. in three. Um, 
But ultimately, three never super connected with me. There was something weird about something the combo weird. system, yeah, the way it looked. I don't know. It yeah. was it, it, it didn't connect with me either. And and almost like taking the Mortal Kombat palette swap thing way too far. Yeah. Because now you have your ninjas and different palette swaps, and now you have your robot ninjas and different palette swaps. Mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. Then you had some characters that were just weird, like that striker dude, the cop. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to play that guy. No, thank you. So what was your favorite fatality from two? Uh, Liu Kang and the dragon. The dragon. That yeah, was the oh, man. That one, one was really good. What were sub zeros in that one? I he can't... would, he would freeze you and then he would like shatter, shatter you. you for one of them. Yeah. Which was actually was a, um, take on one of the quote unquote censored fatalities from the mm, super Nintendo that's version. Right, that's right. That was his fatality in the super Nintendo version. And then in mortal Kombat two, they made that one of his standard fatalities. Let's look him up. I mean, cool. Yeah, I remember Scorpions. He had the same one, like mm-hmm. the burn him up. But his other one was he would pull out that spear and he would like do this thing where he would slit your yep. throat and then cut you in half. Yeah, that one was dope. Johnny Cage. He still had his uppercut, but then he had one where he would just rip off the top half of your body and throw it down. I yeah, I remember that one. I was like, how the fuck is that possible? <laughs> And then Melina's side chops were good. All right, here we go. Oh, this is this is way too long. This is too long. Come on, guys. You can't. All right. Oh, okay. All right. Why? Why can't someone just put up his fatalities? You know what I mean? Uh, because it's a YouTube video, and they need it to be a little longer. Yeah. Hopefully he's not about to do the uh, stage fatality. If he does the stage fatality, I'm going to break this laptop and, <laughs> and leave him a dislike on the video. <laughs> thumbs down. T- thumbs down the video. <laughs> I liked uh, Sub-Zero's floor freeze move in two. Yeah. That they added where he'd slipping and sliding. Okay, here we go. Here we go. We okay. Go, baby. Oh, yeah. So he throws a long distance ice, ice grenade bomb. that just blows up the top half of their body. Still, okay. Cool. cool. I'm, yeah. I'm down. I, I don't think it's as cool as his Mortal Kombat 1. Yeah, no, it's not. That one um, was iconic. Yeah, I think uh, I think Liu Kang turning into the fucking dragon is my favorite. Yeah. Yeah, Raiden's, he would he would do the one where he would just grab you, blow you up. Mm-hmm. But that one, you had to hold down a button for, like, a long time. I remember you had to hold down the high punch <laughs> button for, like, over 10 seconds. Do you remember, like, do you remember, like, memorizing it? memorizing a fatality and be like this is the time i'm gonna nail it and then <laughs> never works out goofing it <laughs> goofing it man that's the thing like i love fatalities but something in my brain is not the best about memorizing them so much so that it would became a running joke later in my life when we were playing mortal kombat 9 me you and rob and you would crack on me and rob for not remembering fatalities <laughs> crack on us be like Come on, man. Just learn one. <laughs> and then, or, or Steve had an encyclopedic knowledge of these things. And he'd be like, uh, up, down, up, down, high punch, low punch, or whatever it was. <laughs> nah, it's, I mean, you have to get into them to, to do it. But I have a hard time remembering them sometimes. Every now and then. I can the Mortal Kombat of this day and age is, is, to me, very impressive, too. Like It is. Uh some of the modern fatalities are a little too Oh, much yeah. For I mean, me. th- yeah. But at the same time, I like the spirit of them. Like, there's one that Johnny Cage has where he 
is supposed to uppercut the guy and he keeps not doing it and they're like cut you know and then, oh yeah and, there are some really good <laughs> ones but then like that spider lady oh uh what's her name Cent- not centara that's somebody else um i know who you're talking about i'm not a fan you, of hers i came over to your house one time and this was when mortal Kombat 11 was sort of new and you're like hey check this fatality out and it was one of hers and i was like that's just gross <laughs> like that to me that that's not a fun cetrion you know, maybe something like that but yeah uh, some of them are really good and really creative and really great and to me sort of embody that fun spirit of mortal Kombat. and then some of them are just like a li- they go a little too far yeah but i mean honestly geez you, you have to come up with multiple so fatalities for a big many, cast of characters so many yeah so. They don't do friendships anymore or babalities or anything like that, but they have other other things and honestly that you know they're they're solid fighting games now. They deserve a seat at the table. Oh, yeah, and and uh, they rightfully do I think get a lot get a lot more attention and props than mm-hmm. than they used to like the, like we were saying that era after 3, like you know, Mortal Kombat 4 and then after that, they stopped numbering them, and they did like the Some PlayStation bad, Two went to a dark place. PlayStation Two era of yeah. um, anything with Quan Chi, Bo Raicho. <laughs> Bo Raicho. He's a terrible character. Just it, 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 just not very good. I mean, there was some decent characters that came out of that. I want to say, like, wasn't Kenshi? Yeah, oh from yeah. Like, like I like him. There's plenty of cool Cabal characters. Was that, in the third one. I love Cabal. Sindel's yeah. a cool character. You know, there's 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 plenty of stuff to yeah. like. But honestly, like th- th- those were the dark ages for Mortal Kombat. And it was nice to see him pull out of yeah, that and, absolutely. and do something cool. Now, last thing I want to mention: disappointments related to Mortal Kombat when they started doing those spinoff games, stu- uh, uh, Mortal Kombat Mythology Sub Zero. You want to talk about some awful shit? <laughs> you want to talk about disappointment? It's my favorite Mortal Kombat character. Yeah. He's getting his own game. It was bad. I played and it, and it was awful i rented it for a weekend i'm glad i didn't buy it. I re- i'm glad i didn't buy it too i rented it that one got kind of middling reviews i remember when it came out like reading somewhere that it wasn't like super great yeah but i still wanted to try it you know so and it was a bad call yeah and then i think they also did a, a spinoff with sonya and jacks right yeah there was like a 3d type game i never played it but i can't imagine it's good i was not into it and the, the reboot pulled me back in and i wish that that was more readily available weirdly the mortal kombat 9 is you can't buy it i, I think there's like some kind of rights issue with it maybe because of the dlc care because nine is the one where they did freddy uh, maybe so but and i'd still like it without the dlc i would too because that's a really good game and like nothing against 10 or 11 but like nine tells the story I to me that's the mortal Kombat. i, I grew would up like with and, to yeah. sit down and play the story mode of 9 10 and 11 yeah that's what i would like to they're do. all solid i mean yeah 10 i mean some of the villains they have are weak and later on like i didn't care for chronica too much but but it's okay that's still um there's still some cool characters yeah and some cool shit to see <laughs> so um i think that does it buddy cool man i think that's a solid mk episode yeah it was fun man i really it's hard to overstate how much i loved especially that second one like getting it for home use and just memorizing all that shit before it even came out i remember sitting with my controller just watching tv and practicing special mm-hmm. moves on my controller before i even got the fucking game mm-hmm. you know it was real real gratifying as a kid, you know. I remember running like, across the street. Basically <laughs> mentally testing myself in school. Like, all right, 
I'm going to write down all of Sub-Zero's moves from memory. Yep. And just sitting there and writing them down. Like, not even in study hall. Like, a teacher's trying to teach me economics or some shit. And I'm like, nope. <laughs> this is what I'm doing. And I always hated the, uh, well, if you just did your math homework like you did your Mortal Kombat homework. Oh, my God. I'm like, do you realize how stupid that sounds? You know what my parents always <laughs> used to do? They would always say, like, because, you know, I had this fucking encyclopedic knowledge of Star Wars and X-Men at the time and video game stuff. And they're like, you're not doing good at school, but you can remember every Star Wars character name and what every X-Man superpowers name is. And I'd be like, yeah, because yeah. that shit is fun and cool. Exactly. And that was the decades from now, I'm going to be sitting across from one of my best friends, and we're going to be talking about it into microphones for people on the internet, which you don't even know is a thing yet, lady! Lord have mercy, I'm about to bust. Thanks for listening, guys. Love you guys. We'll see you next week. So if you haven't already, leave us a five-star review on iTunes and enter yourself into winning a gift card. Follow Steve on Twitter at Stone Cobra. Follow me at Blue Harvest Pod. And follow this show on Twitter at High Potion Pod. We love you guys. See you next week.